I was invited to speak at the Hacking HR Forum in Atlanta, and I am so glad I did because a good time was had by all. My topic, Big Brother in the Office, which explored the question of just how far companies would go to be efficient. I'm going to share a recording of my talk, uh, some of what I had to say anyway, <laughs> right after this. I have a question for talent acquisition managers. How many jobs do you advertise a year? 100, 500, 10,000 or more? If so, let me give you a tip on how to maximize your job advertising budget. And that tip, well, is Click IQ. Click IQ's automated job advertising platform manages, tracks, and optimizes the performance of your job advertising in real time, focusing your money where it's needed most to reach both active and passive job seekers across Indeed, Google, Facebook, Instagram, and an extensive network of job boards. So, talent acquisition managers, if you want to make sure you are getting the most value out of your job advertising budget, I highly suggest you check out ClickIQ online at www.clickiq.us. That's www.clickiq.us. Or you can email me directly. My email is jim at clickiq.us. That's right. I was so impressed by the technology behind ClickIQ that I joined the company. I think you will be impressed as well. Again, on the web, www.clickiq.us or email me directly, jim at clickiq.us. You'll be glad you did. I'm going to test you all to see how good you are with detecting fake news. So I'm going to show you, I'm going to talk about four, four different scenarios. And if you think the story that I'm telling you is false, I want you to yell out fake news. If you think what I'm telling you is the truth, stay silent. And at the end of it, I'll pick two people at random to win a special prize based on how well you have participated, okay? All right, just a little bit of bribery there to get you going. All right, so here's the first story of four. Companies aren't planting microchips in their employees so they can more easily enter the office building, order food in the cafeteria, and make copies on the copy machine. Is that true or false? True. 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 Or is that fake news or true? Fake news. A bit louder, please. Fake news. Fake news, fake news. I'm hearing some fake news, some true. True. Uh, that true. is true. There is a company in Wisconsin called Red Square Market. They take a microchip, they plant it right here between your thumb and forefinger, and it is voluntary. I'll throw it out. All right. Once they put it inside your, once they put that inside of your hand, you're able to just wave your hand over some pad, and you're able to walk into the building. Wave your hand over a pad and order your food. Wave your hand over your pad and uh, make some copies. Okay. <laughs> Scenario number two. Companies are scanning the brain waves of their employees to make it more easy for them to determine who needs to take a time out because they're so stressed and who maybe is so stressed they need to be fired. Is that fake news? Or is that true? Who says fake news? Who says hand this time? Fake news needs to be true. Some say it's true. Well, this is true. In China, they have this thing called smart caps. It's like a little tool they put inside of a factory helmet hat. 
and it measures your brain waves. It checks for things like anxiety, for stress, and other things. The manager's in the back room looking at a computer screen to see who's stressed, who's too stressed, and who needs to time out, maybe who needs to go, and they make, this, they make decisions on who can stay, who gets fired, or maybe they need to make changes in the assembly line. But that is all true. <laughs> right? One more. Well, one of a few more. Walmart eavesdrops on customers and cashiers so they can more easily make cashiers more efficient and increase customer satisfaction. Is that fake news or is that true? True. Let me see show of hands. Most people saying it's true. Who says it's not true? I'm curious. Fake news. So I say fake news? Well, this is false, sort of. False, but sort of. This is why I say it's false, sort of. They have a patent for it, but they haven't rolled it out yet. <laughs> so this is some language from that patent, uh, from a news article talking about the patent, rather. The freshly filed patent describes the need for sound sensors and listening to the front-end technology in the stores that can pick up conversations between employees and customers. Using these recordings, Walmart would identify employees in the audio and study it to measure their performance at the company. It'll listen for things like uh, how long someone is talking to the cashier. They're listening to how many voices are in line so they can tell how many people are in line. They're listening to how the bag rustles on the cashier line so they'll know if, if the cashier is really good at putting more objects inside of the bag or if they're wasting bags but not putting enough stuff in the bag. <laughs> All patented, so it's not true yet, but it is true because they have a patent that does that very thing I just described. One more for you. All right. Google monitors their employees in real time with a magic algorithm. Let's say magic. With an algorithm <laughs> <laughs> that encourages them to be more productive. Fake news or true? Take five seconds. Think about it. Three seconds. Two seconds. And okay. Show of hands. Who said this is fake news? Google does not have a magic algorithm. To or an algorithm, not magic algorithm. That encourages you to be more productive. Well, this is that. It's false. Sort of. Sort of. Because they have a patent that does the very thing. The application describes a system. This is from the uh, from another from the same article from Daily Mail. Said that uh, it, it monitors uh, computers, monitor and quantifies focus metrics. It automatically offers those workers feedback that will encourage them to change the work patterns to maximize productivity. Blah, 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 blah. What does that mean? Okay, let's say that you are working for Google and the system says, hey, dude, you're watching those ESPN scores a little bit too much. And you are studying, looking up too many Game of Thrones tweets. <laughs> and you're checking out the Bachelor Red a little bit too much. So a little window will pop up. Is that really a productive activity? Maybe you should go back to work. <laughs> Patented. <laughs> all right? So, when you see all this kind of stuff going on, you might be a little weirded out, but I've got to tell you, i got to tell you, this is good. This is why it's good. Because it increased workplace efficiency. If the workplace is more efficient, then it's going to be higher uh, productivity resulting in higher profits. If you have higher profits, you can hire more people. And if you're monitoring people with these smart cap helmets like you do in China, then you're able to keep a, a, a gauge on the stress level, so you're able to make changes in the workplace so people be a little bit less stressed. If people are less stressed at work, they'll be less stressed at home and in, in the environment. So uh, that'll make for a better society, right? That's certainly one way to look at it. Another way to look at that is all that is bad. <laughs> I say all 
Big Brother. Studies prove that if people are constantly surveilled all the time, then this phenomenon of self-censorship kicks in. And people are thinking to themselves, okay, I have an idea for something, but I don't really want to make any ways to get in trouble, so I'm not going to say anything. So people are going to start keeping their ideas to themselves, which costs the company a competitive advantage because people aren't taking risks, they're not innovating, so the company suffers. Also, uh, people always make the arguments that a lot of these algorithms are, are not biased, so they're not going to discriminate against people. I always caution people when saying that is that machines aren't biased per se, but the people that program the machines have biases. So until you program the biases out of the human beings that make the algorithms of the machine, you're always going to have that type of danger, right? Yes. And so all that to say, that's the end perfectly timed. <laughs> two people out of the audience uh, who can win a special prize, and that person will be you because you're smiling so nicely. <laughs> and you because I heard you say fake news really loud. <laughs> yes. All right, so the prizes are a book. Books that I've written, one is called the uh, Sourcing's New, what's it say? What's the title of the book? I forgot. <laughs> Contents of New Sourcing, that's right, I was going to say. And this one is Resume Forensic. They are both books that teach you how to find people on the internet. So there you go. Done. Oh, by the way, if you want to hear more about the future of work from people who are much, <laughs> much more smarter than I am, go to the uh, Hacking HR YouTube channel. You'll find lots of uh, speakers there uh, is youtube.com slash hacking hr it is youtube.com slash h-a-c-k-i-n-g-h-r go check it out subscribe you'll be glad you did if you love what you heard hate what you heard or don't know what you just heard i want to know about it you can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.